Hello and welcome back to the Chico Creates podcast, a podcast where we have conversations with local artists, musicians, and makers in our hometown of Chico, California. I am your host, Kira Barsotti. Uh, I'm so excited to be back. And with me today is my friend Julian Lacombe, who is a mixed media artist and community art teacher living in Chico. His work centers on themes of fantasy and nature, and he teaches art classes and workshops for all ages. And if you've been to any of the local markets in town, you've probably seen him. He vends a lot. <laughs> so welcome, Julian. Glad to be here. Yeah, excited to have you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so um, just you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of beyond the the bio. Yeah, you know, what, what your relationship to Chico is. You know. So I have an interesting relationship to Chico. Um, my grandparents moved to Chico in I think the you know late '60s, early '70s, and. Uh, they ran the store, the Penny Ranch, for 50 years here in town. Um, so my mom grew up in Chico, but I did not. However, my grandparents were still here, so I was up in Chico a lot throughout my childhood. And then I moved to Chico um, in 2020. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I didn't realize that. It was summer of 2020. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I moved back to Chico in summer of 2020. It's a, it it's a, a weird, weird time, time to, to move. move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> So what's what's kept you here then? Uh, well, it's, I mean, I'm living in my grandparents' house mm -hmm. and it's really nice to be in a house. Previously, I was in a uh, small apartment in Berkeley. Uh, yeah. So, you know, and it's, it's a great area. It's a great town. I love that Chico um, feels like a small town, but it's bigger than an actual small town. Right. I grew up in Placerville. That was a smaller town. Yes. Not as much to do, not as much going on. Yeah. There's a great art scene in Chico too. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like it's really like booming and thriving right now. Which yeah, is absolutely. Yeah. There's so much going on all of the time. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so moving during the pandemic is kind of nuts. <laughs> what yeah. prompted that? Um, so I'd been living in Berkeley. I'd been working at a museum in San Francisco and, uh, it was just not paying enough to live in the Bay area. Yeah. And so I was living with my sister and we decided that we were not going to renew our lease. Um, and we were going to look for somewhere a little bit less expensive to live. Um, mm -hmm. and so that's when we moved to Chico. Um, and because it was the pandemic, I was able to actually still continue working virtually for a couple months. So it kind of, nice. I could ease out of my position a little yeah. bit, which was yeah. nice. That's great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's really neat. I see. I like that. I <laughs> you're learning am things. Learning things. Yeah. Like I've known you for a couple of years, yeah. and you never just sit down and ask someone, you know. And that's what we're doing here. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what is your favorite local spot or place to hang out or shop? Give a shout out to a a, ch a Chico spot. Oh man. Okay. Well, <laughs> I spend a lot of good time at Chico Goodwill. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, great thing about Goodwill is the stuff is all different depending on yeah. where you are. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sweet. Oh, I'll also do a shout out to Project T, a new um, boba place in town. Oh, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I have yet to try them, but I do love They're pretty boba, good. So. Yeah. yeah. They've got interesting flavor combinations. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good tarot tea, but yeah. Yeah. So um, tell me a little bit about your background in art. Like you said, you worked at a museum yeah, and so before I, that. I got my start more in like the art education side of things than okay. the art making side. Um, 
So I went to school for like teaching, basically. Mm -hmm. um, I got a teaching credential and a master's in education. And then I taught art at a middle, well, at a charter school in Stockton for two years. Okay. I went to college in Stockton uh -huh. um, at UOP. And so I taught there for two years. I actually like created their middle school fine arts program, which was really cool. fun. Yeah. And then when I decided uh, I was, Maybe, maybe working in the public school system was not for me. It was not the way that I like to engage with teaching art. Um, then I found a job at the Walt Disney Family Museum in San Francisco. Oh, cool. Yeah, and so I worked there uh, for a couple of years also teaching art and animation. I learned a lot while I was working there. It was fantastic. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it was a really cool place to work. It was just, it's so expensive in the Bay Area. Yes. And I had a really long <laughs> commute also, so yeah. that was a challenge. Yeah. Yeah, we lived in Santa Cruz for a little while, so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, going five miles takes five hours, it feels like. Oh, my like. gosh, yeah. <laughs> it's like San Francisco's not that big yeah. geographically, but it takes so long to get across the city, even. Yeah, there's just too many people in one place. Yeah. But. Chico, we got some elbow room. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, then I uh, moved to Chico, and actually my intention when I moved here was I wanted to start my own, like, art teaching business, teaching uh -huh. classes, but because it was the pandemic, right. I could not do anything in person. Mm -hmm. And I had had some experience with virtual teaching art and it's really challenging and I didn't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so then I started selling stuff online um, because I had some stuff that I'd made for one of the like workshops I taught at the museum that my coworkers were like, you should start an Etsy store with these journals. Yeah. Um, and so I did, and I did that for a while until markets started opening back up. And then I started vending at markets yeah. And uh, now I've gotten into uh, teaching classes at the Card Center. Awesome. And doing other little workshops around town. Also. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So you, you have brought a couple of your I have, pieces yes. here. I, I love like the mixed media <laughs> aspect of yeah. your work. Like you do a lot of different like um mediums i guess but it's all yeah. like a cohesive style i would say yeah i feel like a little bit of that comes from like the art teaching background because yeah. as an art teacher especially in a school you need to be able to teach a variety of different kinds of mediums so yeah. the students are getting like a wide range of experiences yeah um and so i kind of like love to dabble in a little bit of things but yeah i really do love mixed media and especially collage and i've gotten into air dry clay this past year as well there's a lot you can do with it mm-hmm Mm -hmm. um so i suppose i'll talk about some of my pieces yeah so this is a fairy house and it is uh a candle drawer also i took the candle out so it wouldn't rattle around yeah. but you can put a little um battery operated candle inside the roof comes awesome. off you can put on and then it glows out the windows That's so um cool. this is uh the workshops that i do are kind of tend to be more fantasy craft based and so mm -hmm. i've done a couple fairy house workshops where people can come and make their own little fairy houses like this mm -hmm. Um, and I also sell these, not all of the time, but sometimes at markets when I'm vending. Yeah. Awesome. So I put it awkwardly. <laughs> Perfect. So I can't reach my things. <laughs> there we go. So, uh, the other thing that I do a lot of, and I'm trying to get more into this is, or try to prioritize it more is, um, journals. So I started off doing book binding and making the journals. And then I realized that I don't necessarily like the binding process, but I really enjoyed, like the binding process is fine, but it was not my favorite part of it. I yeah. really enjoyed um, the more artistic decorating the covers. Right. And so now I've kind of uh, shifted into, maybe I'm not binding all of my own books, but I am using the book as a canvas to create a piece of art on top of, to make really interesting like fantasy journals. Yeah. Um, so I have this one, this is a sketchbook. Um, Cause I want to have option. I'm trying to get into having options of like both line journals and sketchbooks. I know I personally love blank journals cause you can write or draw in them. It's very versatile. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so this one is a sketchbook. This is mostly, it's a clay cover with some moss and it's a little fairy door or hobbit door. 
Um, That's cool. It's just blank pages inside. And I like to do a variety of sizes also. Yeah. I like to work small. So the journals really like suit that style because I can use little like find interesting illustrations from books or stickers or paper pads. Mm -hmm. um, this is a bigger one. So this is a journal, one of the lined ones. This is a little kind of like fairy collage. Um, yeah, I do a lot of, of the fantasy art. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and this is one of the lined ones, so it's got lined pages on the inside. And the lined ones are cool because they also come with like built-in bookmarks. There's yeah. a little like pen loop and like a strap a that goes yeah. around the front. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so fantasy, obviously. Yes. <laughs> is a, is, have you always loved fantasy? I have always loved fantasy. Yeah. yeah, I've loved. I was very into kind of like dragons and high fantasy sort of stuff in mm -hmm. like middle school. Um, it, it's shifted a little bit over the time of like what particular kind of fantasy I'm into. Uh, you know, whether it's high fantasy kind of Lord of the Rings style, mm -hmm. or if it's more like urban fantasy or like gas lamp steampunk fantasy. Right. Yeah, uh, I love all of it. But yeah. yeah um, I do like fantasy. Yeah. I'm very into, you know, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was obsessed with Lord of the Rings when it came out. I think I saw The Two Towers 11 times in theater. Oh my gosh. <laughs> They're good movies. They are. I was just telling my husband this morning, you know what we need to watch again? <laughs> I know. Some, I have not ever done a full like marathon watch through of all of them, oh, but someday man. it would so be fun. fun I'll yeah. invite you when we do one. Yes. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. And we, we did one once with the extended editions. That was an intense day. Oh my God. It was worth it. <laughs> um, do you have any studio rituals or routines? I love hearing about like the process. Well, my studio is a little like table that I set up in a corner of my living room. Mm -hmm. And um, it kind of just got put there at one point, but I've started decorating it. So, you know, putting up uh, I've got a whole shelf of little trinkets and crochet things, that, a lot of stuff that I've bought from local artists at markets and stuff. Awesome. So it's a weird little shelf. Um, I don't know that I really have any particular rituals around it other than um, I like to try to organize my art supplies in a way that it's easily accessible because I like to cycle through projects mm -hmm. so that no matter what I'm working on, everything is kind of like sorted and easy to find so that I can pull out what I want. And I tend to work on, you know, one type of project for a week or so or a few days. And so I'll leave stuff out for that. Um, sometimes I'll have two, a couple things going at once. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, and how does life in Chico affect your work? Um, it's interesting. Obviously, the local market scene has affected me a lot because it's given me a really good platform to sell my work in person. That's um, a little bit less prep work than selling online. Yeah. Because you just make it and put it out on the table and it's there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't have to do all the photographs yeah. and then get all the packing and shipping supplies. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and so that's been really great. Um, I think I also, I don't know, I love community stuff. And so I really want to lead I, re, I really enjoy doing the community art stuff that's a big focus in my work is trying to offer cool interesting art opportunities to the people of chico mm -hmm. um and i like working with i don't know kind of like all ages i don't want to just do children's art classes because i think that adults also can enjoy art classes and um, yeah. i've had some really fun experiences at workshops of people that come in and they're like i don't really do art very often but this was really fun it was like i tried something new and i enjoyed it 
That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Tell me more about your workshops. So like what kinds of things do you normally offer? Yeah. So um, I've been offering workshops at the Chico Art Studio, which is the building where Flume Street Fair Market is held. Mm-hmm. Um, those are kind of like independent workshops. And so they're different than my card classes that I do through the card center. And it's like a class. These are single day workshops. Uh-huh. I do all sorts of stuff. Um, it's kind of like different each month. I've done making a magic wand, making fairy houses, making potions. Um, what else have I done recently? Those are kind of like my standard workshops. I've done other stuff though. Yeah, I think yeah. you, I saw that you taught a class on like world building. I did, or, that yeah. was a card center class, yeah. yeah. I actually did a fantasy map making workshop right, as well. Right, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a ton fun. of fun. Yeah. That just finished up last week. Awesome, that's super cool. Yeah, I'm uh, for the fall, I'm planning to try to offer, I'll see how it goes, try to offer two workshops a month. One that's more of like, I want to do a character design series that's similar to what I teach in my cartooning class, mm-hmm. um, but not as much commitment as a whole class, a little bit more themed and obviously open to all ages instead of that class is for ages 10 to 17. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then also offering a monthly fantasy art class with different topics. That would be really cool. Yeah. 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 I, so growing up in paradise, there was, I don't know, you probably didn't hear Voice Magazine. Does that ring any bells at all? It was definitely a paradise thing, but it was such a great like community. And I, I really feel like you are providing like a space for like the fantasy kids, you know? Yeah, that's my goal. I'm like, I just, I love working with like little weird nerd kids yeah that's like because i was a little weird nerd kid yeah. and so i just want to reach those people and give them a place to like kind of come and meet other people that they would like share interests with or get along with yeah um and have a place to like experiment and try their little thing their stuff yeah express their creativity yeah for sure yeah yeah well and like the community aspect is it's yeah. hugely important you know um i mean that's how you and i met was yeah. through vending i think at flume street I uh, might have been like the first time we crossed paths, but um, but yeah, it's yeah yeah. No, I really want to offer kind of community resources. That was something that I benefited a lot from when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a creative arts center that I took a variety of class. I took some classes at and worked at a little bit, and that was a lot of fun. And it was really cool because it was just like a little place where there was all these things offered, and it was kind of like a little creative island mm-hmm. in a sea of like not a lot else going on. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so I definitely want to offer that to the Chico community. Yeah. Yeah. For I just sure. love being involved in community stuff. I'm really involved with the Stonewall Alliance as well. Yeah. So they've got some an they, event coming up. They do. They have the Coming Out for Art show coming up in October. Right. And so there's going to be a gallery exhibition of art by local LGBTQ artists. Um, and it's going to be up in Monka for two weeks. That's awesome. And then they're also having a vendor market and reception on August 14th or on October 14th. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Which that also reminds me, you signed up for Open Studios. I'm also this doing year. Open Studios. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be a busy October. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But this will be your first year with Open it Studios. It will be, which is yeah. Super exciting. And I'll be uh, setting up Open Studios with my sister Megan, who's also a local artist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And for those of you who don't know, it is surprising to me how many people still don't know about Open Studios. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's an awesome event. I'll just give a little plug here for it. Um, it is two weekends in October, the 14th and 15th, and then I think, what, the 22nd and 23rd? Yes. Yeah, oh, so Saturday 21st and, and 22nd. 21st and 22nd. Those Saturday, Sunday. Um, and it's where artists, we have 83 artists this year. I'm also involved. Um, 
we open up our homes to the public and y'all can come by and say hi and hopefully buy our art. <laughs> That's the, the ultimate goal, of course, is to like meet people and sell yeah. art and um yeah, it's a really awesome way yeah. to... I'm looking forward to kind of reaching a different audience because yeah. I feel like mm -hmm. I've, I've been at a lot of markets and you tend mm -hmm. to get a lot of similar shoppers at all of the markets mm -hmm. or there's it reaches a particular demographic and I think that Open Studios reaches a different audience. Yeah, so I'm really excited sure. to kind of share my work with a different range of people. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Chico does have a small town feel, but there's like over 100,000 of yeah. us here. So. <laughs> it has a small town feel because there are so many little sub-communities yeah, that are all exactly. very tight knit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but there's a lot of a lot of resources and a lot of yeah. people and and so many artists. Yeah, <laughs> lots of artists. Yeah, it just feels like there's more all the time. Yeah, at the last Divine Sundays event, which was this past Sunday, uh -huh. I think there were over 70 vendors. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh, how did they all fit in the plaza? They were in all the crevices and nooks Jeez. and crannies. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was packed. Yeah, there's so much so much going on <laughs> yeah awesome do you have any other like projects or things that you're excited about coming up or things well, you've been working um, on i'm excited for my upcoming i have another round of card center classes coming up uh starting at the end of august like october or august 29th i think is the first day mm -hmm. so this fall i'm offering advanced and begin or beginning and advanced character cartooning for kind of like uh teens and tweens and then i'm also offering some like 13 and up so like teens and adults classes for art journaling and fantasy art so the mm -hmm. fantasy art class is kind of fun that's going to be sort of a compilation of different workshops that i've done in the past mm -hmm. um so it's kind of like one a weekly workshop with all sorts of different stuff um potions wands some clay sculpting projects awesome yeah that's super cool yeah yeah so if anyone's interested the signups are on chicorec.com under art classes perfect <laughs> that's great and I do want to take a moment to thank our episode sponsor, um, our Little Chico Creek sponsor, Ecota Collective. Um, they are a curated retail collective and lifestyle brand housing multiple vendors under one roof. They provide the opportunity for artists, makers, and curators to sell their goods at a beautiful brick and mortar location in downtown Chico, California. At Ecota Collective, you can expect, expect to find bespoke mindful wares with a touch of the unexpected. Uh, highly recommend you go check out their store. They opened on Mother's Day this last uh, a couple months ago, and I've got some of my work there. They've got some really cool stuff that you won't find anywhere else in town. So go check them out. Details are really important to me. When I was like 12 years old, I would create like a little map of my room with little movable furniture. Wow. Nicole ends. This is Yakota Collective. I mean, I really just want everybody to see everything and notice everything. <laughs> What we do at ECODA is provide a place for you to come and see and experience and shop people's creations and art and have a lot of fun while you're doing it. We have over 50 vendors. We sell art, we sell ceramics, we sell clothing. We have so many different products. 
bringing all of these things together where it's like a little segment of Chico where you can come and experience what it's like to be a Chicoan. And to me, that is honestly one of the most exciting parts. Stop by, come and see us, come and say hello. I'm curious about, like, more about being a weird uh, fantasy nerd <laughs> kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, what that was like. And you said you grew up in Placerville, yeah. right? Yeah. So I, my mom also spent some time in Placerville. So I have some familiar, familiarity with the area. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Paradise. Yeah. So, and, and I also grew up in Davis, moved from Davis to Paradise and felt totally out of place in Paradise. Mm -hmm. So like I was reading Lord of the Rings one day at lunch and some kid came up to me and asked, what are you doing? This was in middle school. I'm yeah. like, we can all read. Like it's not that <laughs> yeah. weird to be reading. But anyway, like I'm curious what that was like for you in Placerville. Yeah, well I did read a lot. Yeah. 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 Um, I was the kid reading at lunch as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was kind of like a shy kid. I kept mm -hmm. to myself a lot. I so I just spent a lot of time like reading by myself. Um, I had some, you know, community things I got involved with. Yeah, um, yeah. Some of them were completely unrelated. Like I did community theater. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I took like music lessons. I've always loved all kinds of arts. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that sounds like those were ways for you to like. Yeah. Yeah. Find find your people in a yeah. place. <laughs> I know. I did. I. Don't know that I made super strong friendships mm -hmm. um, until I got to kind of like college. I had some good friends in high school where I managed to find my people in high school yeah. a little bit. Yeah, good. But it was definitely like I felt like I didn't fit in necessarily with a lot of the wider community in Placerville. Yeah, yeah. I told I like I said yeah. I can identify. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it sounds like college was a good. It was good place. Yeah. yeah. I did a lot of I did a lot of creative writing also awesome. as a like. Uh, yeah, you also teen. do NaNoWriMo every yeah. year, right? Well, yeah. not every year, but okay. sometimes. <laughs> it depends on how busy I am in November. Yeah, because it's a huge... National Novel Writing Month. Yeah, where you take a month to write an entire novel. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't. I think I've only ever finished a novel once. Uh -huh. I usually get because you're supposed to write 50,000 words in a month. And so I usually, with a few, a couple rare exceptions, I usually meet the requirement, but uh, my novels are like longer form than that. And so I don't actually conclude them. Yeah, <laughs> I did yeah. once. Yeah, but you get started. Yeah, you get started. Least, yeah. So I have a ton of like three quarters finished novels. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's like way better than a lot of people. <laughs> that's true, yeah. I know I'm always saying like someday I'll get back to them. Yeah. 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 But yeah, with like all the different projects you have going, do you, how do you like, I guess, balance all of it? Like, do you ever feel like you have like, like you wish you could spend more time on, on one thing? Do you ever feel like you want to deep dive into something or do you like, you know, having, having your hand in uh, a it, lot of it things? It varies. I yeah. mean, with my art stuff, I have felt I've been feeling a little bit scattered with it of like I'm doing so many different kinds of art all of the time like mm -hmm. who am I as a vendor right kind right. of stuff and so I'm trying to that's why I'm uh, leaning a little bit more into like okay I'm gonna focus on sort of like some mixed media stuff some collage stuff mm -hmm. I think it um open studios was a good motivator for that as well because I think right I want to have some sort of like traditional art stuff to show for open studios right and so I'm like this is a great excuse for me to not just worry about what will sell and focus on sort of experimenting yeah so yeah. I'm really looking forward to that as an excuse to sort of deep dive into some of that stuff yeah With, it is it yeah. is definitely a different like um 
type of product, obviously. Yeah. Like, I'm really careful not to make a, a craft fine art divide because I don't really think it exists. Yeah. But it does in a lot of people's minds. Yeah. And, and when you're vending, you do want to have like lower priced items. Yeah. Versus, you know, fine art can be whatever price you want to put it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, but it, it allows for you to, like you said, experiment and like, like, try. So I'm excited to see what you come up yeah, with. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I've got a few ideas. Yeah. Um, one of them I was going to make for the uh, pizza, my art, uh, yeah. pizza box fundraiser at Chico Art Center, but then I ran out of time, so I've got one leftover idea from that. Awesome. Um, cool. I did have a pizza box in that one. It was yeah. kind of a like shadow box fairy woods. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to go see the show in person, but I oh, saw it on, yeah, yeah. on socials. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. So what, what kinds of like subject matter or what are you hoping to do for Open Studios? Uh, well, obviously, I'm hoping to lean into the fantasy theme. Mm -hmm. I have been doing a lot of fairy stuff, so mm -hmm. I expect there'll be some more of that. Mm -hmm. I also do want to kind of, especially with October coming up, I want to start doing a little bit more sort of like witchy, dark fantasy yeah. type stuff. Uh -huh. um, and I love dragons. Like, yes. I was a dragon kid a little bit. Yeah, um, I, totally I recently was. got a dragon <laughs> tattoo. Awesome. And uh, so... I feel like I need to figure out how to incorporate. I do dragon eye pins out of clay sometimes, and I've done some dragon eye journals. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got one that hasn't sold yet, and everybody thinks it's Hocus Pocus. Because oh, it's an right, eyeball on a journal. On the, yeah. And I'm like, no, it's a dragon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so are you going to do, like, collage or mixed media? I'm going to probably do, yeah, collage and mixed media okay. mostly. Yeah. Um, there's some stuff that, uh, you know, I'm going to have my, my fairy houses out as well. Some of the clay stuff. I might make some more fairy houses because... Um, we recently got something at Costco that had a really interesting jar shape. Oh, and yeah. Like, oh, this would be a cool, like, fairy house base because yeah. they're all, like, jar bases so that you can put candles right, in them. Right, that you then mold the, yeah. the clay and stuff around. It yeah. keeps it lighter also. That way it's not solid clay because it's, like, it's a jar base yeah. and then the top is mostly, like, aluminum foil underneath the clay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's air dry so you yeah. don't have to bake it or anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's cool. Yeah. Neat. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. You have anything else you want to promote or say or let the people know? <laughs> uh, well, my Instagram is Moonshadow Makers Workshop. Uh, kind of all one word. That's where I post a lot of the updates about where I'm going to be. Well, I usually post day of when I'm vending. Uh -huh. um, I was doing monthly schedules for a while, but I kind of took a break from vending over the summer because it was very hot. So hot. So hot. And so I'm slowly getting back into it. I'm trying to like not do everything all at once because it's still very hot. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, sometimes I'll have a, if I'm doing a lot of events, I try to post a monthly schedule. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then that's where I post information about my upcoming classes and workshops. Um, and when I've got upcoming workshops, I usually have a link in the, um, my link tree where you can sign up on the Google form to register for the class. Mm -hmm. And then my card classes are on chicorec.com. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm like just super impressed by how involved you are in everything. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> like all, not only like the variety of work you do, but like all the workshops and the markets. Markets are exhausting. They are. Yeah. <laughs> so that I'm impressed the other by your. I took a break for a yeah, couple months. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Well, and especially like Chico being a college town, it feels like there's yeah. a lull in the summer. There you is. Know? Yeah, with all the students. Yeah, last year I did the Thursday night market sort of like every week or every other week, depending mm -hmm. throughout the summer. And it was mm -hmm. really helpful to see the ebb and flow. Yeah. Because this year I was like, okay, I will sign up for some in the first part of the season mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. then maybe take a break in the summer because last summer there was a big ebb for the art part of the market anyway. Right, yeah. Yeah, and it just keeps getting hotter and hotter. It just keeps so getting hotter like, and hotter. I had some really hot ones last year that I that was like, I don't want to sit out in this heat for three hours this year. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, and especially like with the sun staying up. Yeah. You never got any shade. It was just... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, I want to thank you so much for coming yeah, in. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad it worked out. Yeah, for me sure. too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, with that, I still don't really have like an official sign off ready to go, <laughs> but I will see you around town and, you know, uh, follow Julian yeah. and find out where they're going to be vending and where you can meet them. And yeah, I'll see you next time. Yeah. You only